0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 98, recorded live on April 25th, 2009, and here are your hosts, the man who's able to see me, Dave Play. Ew! You? Yo! Oh, yo! Yo! Okay. And the man who is me, Andy Lowe, hi. It's, it's weird, because it's not with a video. No. And I'm back on my old headset, because I have to have one ear open to hear you now. You could hear me anyway with the two headsets no, on it, there. No, not nearly as well. Okay. Well, for those of you who don't know, we are um, going a little old school right now. What? Nothing. But, I, I was going to try and come up with something to, to go with old school. Like, I couldn't think of it fast enough, so the moment passed. Yeah, you could have just done after a pause. But the moment has now significantly passed. <laughs> It's no, good to be able to see Andy now though, because now I can get his reactions. There's no school like the old school. I think that's the line from The Incredibles. I don't know. The The Incredibles, there was two old guys sitting in at the park near the yeah. end of the movie and they were based off of some of the old Disney animators. Right. So they brought him in to actually look at the movie, and they were talking. They basically did it as an homage to some of the, the, the old guys from right, Disney. Right, And they said something about there's no school I, like... You to- know, I saw something. There was a video on YouTube about how Disney has copied its own animation. How can you copy your own animation? If you look, it's like the Disney Robin Hood and Jungle Book, right? Okay. Little John was the bear. Yes. It's the same bear as Baloo as... Yeah, I think his name was Baloo in Jungle Book, wasn't it? The big gray bear in Jungle Book. Okay. And in like two of the musical numbers, when they're dancing, it's exactly the same animation. You could lay it on top of each other. Hmm. I guess they're trying to save money. Uh huh. Now they just send everything over to Korea to get drawn. Well, I, I think they did then too. Really? Probably. I I doubt that the old. I don't know. How long has this practice been going on of outsourcing our cartoons? Let's see that. Simpsons were always sent out for, what was it, rough cuts? Rough sketch? Uh do So Rough Something is the name of the company that actually draws the Simpsons cartoons. Okay. Matt Gronig just, like, sketches out story ideas? or Basically, yeah. But they, they have the Koreans who do all of the um, actual animation. That's what, uh, Futurama was the same way. They actually, yeah. in the last Futurama movie, like, the very last scene where they have that big, huge crowd... Have you wait? Have you seen the last Futurama movie? Which number was that? The fourth? Fourth beyond? No, I, I think wild I've, green yonder. Or I think I've like actually that. only seen the first two. So you haven't seen the? I, I saw the Bender's Big Score and yes. the Beast with a Thousand Backs. Yes, those are the only ones I've seen. Okay, so you just need to still see Bender's Game. Bender's Game? Yes. Oh dear God! It's it's a spoof on y- Ender's Game. Yes. I, well, I, no, I was. It, they basically make fun of uh, Lord of the Rings sort of thing. Okay. And then the last one is Into the Wild Green Yonder, which they, I don't know, it's basically an environmentalism sort of. Okay. Yeah. Download. What, what are you downloading? See, here's the nice thing about uh, not doing this over Skype. Are you using up the internet access? I am very much using the internet access. What was the fourth one called? Wild green yonder? Yes. Wild, right? Wild green yonder. Yes. That is it. Into the wild green yonder. Yep. All right. Maybe that's why my web pages are loading so slowly. Probably. <clears throat> Although what I'm actually downloading is the Vista help disk cuz I can't find my install disk. So should we should we talk about this mess in front of us? Rough draft, Korea. There we go. Rough draft, Korea. Yes. Okay. Not rough sketch. No. Rough draft. Rough draft. The screen shows about uh, 250 characters on the screen at once, including most minor characters from all 72 episodes. Cool. It's kind of like you know one of those. Do you know that Simpsons poster that shows all the characters on mm-hmm. it? That's kind of. like... I wish they would actually do a poster of that because that'd be cool. Just print a poster with like every Simpsons character that's ever shown. Yeah, you know yeah. every named one at least. The 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 one you haven't seen that poster I might before. Have, there are a lot of Simpsons characters. I know, but there's like a poster that has like most of the major ones on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've seen that one. I hope you have, because I think uh, I actually own it. It'd be really cool if like Simpsons on one half and Futurama on the other. There actually was. Um, don't remember what comic did that, but they actually did, in their the center fold section actually had a Simpsons Futurama like. Mad. Mad magazine. No, it wasn't Mad. It was Is Mad. Even like still in print. Mad Mad uh, dropped down to quarterly prints. That's what I thought. I knew something had happened. I can't type today. Oh, poor Andy. <laughs> da, 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 da. The infinitely secret crossover crisis it was a comic. What? It's, it was a comic. The Futurama slash Simpsons Infinitely Secret Crossover Crisis is a two-part crossover between the animated series Futurama and The Simpsons. It was published in 2002 and 2003 by Bongo Comics. Okay. I wonder what other crossovers The Simpsons has been a part of. I don't know. You, you can... Look that up later. Yes. Do you know that Stewie from Family Guy is going to be actually on Bones... The character Stewie or Seth? No, no, the the character Stewie. It's going to be on Bones. How? Supposedly somebody's hallucinating. Ah, I saw one episode of Bones. You've only seen one episode of Bones? Okay. Have you seen any episodes of The Big Bang? No. And that's going to get even harder very soon. Because this big gray box next to me, which would be my television... That's kind of cool. It resonates uh, because the it's it's hollow tube. Yeah, it's going away. So, are you just going to live off of the internet? Yeah, pretty much. I might pick up a uh, tuner card. Okay. Because now I have room in my desktop for a tuner card. <laughs> Your desktop, which still isn't currently working. No, but it's getting closer. Yes, yeah, because something is always more than nothing. Yes, it turns on. It stays powered on now. That's that's a significant improvement over what happened when I first had to send in the video card. I can plug in a toaster. I can turn it on and it will stay on. Until it finishes its toast. Yes. Then it turns off. Yes. My computer stays on until I tell it to turn off. Now does it load an operating system? Okay, so you've Not gone from yet. A, you've gone from a toaster to a toaster oven? Yes. <laughs> Well, I can boot into BIOS. So that's something. So you've gone from a toaster oven to a television that's stuck on one channel. Ish. If I put in like my, my Backtrack disk, I could boot into that. That might actually be a good idea. What? Backtrack. It's a live Linux disk full of security features and security breaking features. Oh. You don't know about it? No. Yeah, they're up to version 3, I think. Oh. Well, I guess that's good. It's, uh, yeah, backtrack. don't know where, where did that go? Hey, Dave, yeah. one quick thing. Can you move the mic a little bit closer to your face? No, no, like, cause you have it, like, pointing out towards the window. Say something now. Better? Yes. Okay. So the, the problem is that, like, I usually have it here, but then it... It hits the sides of the, the waveform. It hits the sides of the I don't know what it's called. Form. Ping? Pang? Something? Pegging the Pegging. Beat. Yes, there you go. Dave has learned something. Oh, really? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what does start menu D do, Andy? <laughs> when is the Star Trek movie coming out? May 4th? 10th first sometime in May? Yes. Okay. When does 9 come out? That one should actually be kind of easy. 9? Nine? 9. What is this 9 you speak of? You don't you haven't seen the previews for 9? No. It's, what is this 9 you speak of? It's a movie that's coming out and the main character looks surprisingly like Sackboy. Okay. It looks like a pretty cool movie actually. I'll link the trailer. <laughs> Or maybe I'll just post the trailer on the front page. Posting the trailer? A- Why would you post the trailer? It would get what? I don't know. It would get what? It it, it would show up as a post in yes, the little box. it, it would. I do not know we were allowed to do stuff like that. What do you think that stuff was there for? To give info about the podcast. Or uh, any other random stuff. Oh, It is the Random Access Podcast, is it not? Did we go back to being the Residential Advisor Podcast? I wonder if they're still going on or not. Uh, they still own the domain. <laughs> and in fact, I think they still have the top Google listing for RA Podcast. Nope, s- we do. At least then it's my Residential computer. Advisor Podcast. Holy crap, we've moved to the top. Yes, but you have to search for RA Podcast. podcast yeah. What if you search for RA Space Podcast? Nope, that's still us. What happens if you actually search for Random Access Podcast? We are oh. still at the top. At Followed least closely by the Spartan Podcast. From, from my network address, we are close to the top. Oh, that is true, because remember the U of M thing that right. we had. Right. So I, maybe if we're somewhere else, RA Podcast doesn't come up quite as frequently. We should probably get to the topics. <laughs> well, fine, if you really want to. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable just kind of chatting, but... No, but we should, especially since we're not doing this over Skype, so getting it scunched down to size a little bit would be... It's a little bit harder if, with it live. Really? Skype doesn't do some of my stuff for me. or it Skype does, but we're not on... Skype does this stuff for you automatically. Some stuff, yes. Like what? Like if we're not talking, Skype will automatically basically oh, shut off your audio. Yeah. But this would just be okay. audio. Well, this will be fun. So the the first thing, which happened last <laughs> Friday, was the Pirate Bay trial. Well, the results. Because the trial the already verdict, happened. Yeah. The verdict of the Pirate Bay trial, and pirates won. Well. I'm. I'm. It kind of depends on what you mean by one. Did, is the site? Is, is the site? Is the site shut down? No. 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 It's the not. site is still up and running. Did the owners have to pay a significant amount of cash? Yes. Do they have to serve time in jail? Yes. Is my phone ringing? Yes. Is the site that I link to now? I'm having you pay to read the article. Yes. Damn it. The go. verdict was guilty. Yes. Uh, they are guilty of copyright infringement. And the recording industry sees this as an incredible blow to the pirates. Well, it's... They're... Uh, they are... Um, what is it? Uh, They're also required to pay some money and they have to spend a year in jail. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. Had you been listening and not worrying about your site being shut down... Or closed except for public access or private access. Stupid private access. Yeah. Here. Yes, they had to pay a fine and they get a year how, of jail time. How much was the fine? I think it was like three million dollars. Yes, like three point six or something. So the Pyro Bay, which really doesn't make, well, they, they pro- make a ton on ads, Andy. Are there other ads on? I haven't actually noticed. the the half-nude models. Wait, what? Do a search, any search on the Pirate Bay. I'm going to search for... Linux. Search. Android apps. Ooh, Where are these half-naked models? I don't know. They are no longer on the site. (laughs) But you'll notice there are ads. There are Maybe that was Demonoid, actually. It says you may qualify for free money. Click here. Oh, and peek at private photos. Okay. Okay. There we go. See? (laughs) I love how I'm so trained not to like look at ads. online ads that they, I just don't you, even pay you don't attention. See them. To them. They, they're just not there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to have to mark that site so and come back to it. The half-naked models? No, I don't have that on mine actually. What do you have? I have which line is longer? Test your IQ and swoopo. Where they're selling a PS3 for $34.50. Swoopo, Swoopo. S W O O P O. Add a clock to your page, it's easy with WebFetty. <laughs> and oh, yep, there's the Swoopo ad. Swoopo. <laughs> so, Pirate Bay is um, still there, yes. Uh, It was not shut down as people feared it might be. And um, there's the whole fines and everything, but there is some light at the the end of this tunnel. Well, there's some light actually already. They're going to appeal it, but it also turns out that one of the lawyers is calling for a retrial. One of which lawyers? Uh, One of the defending lawyers. Okay. Um, turns out the judge in the Pirate Bay case has been a member of several of the same copyright protection organizations as several of the main entertainment industry representatives. Oops! <laughs> it's called recusing yourself from the case, ladies and gentlemen. You're supposed to do it if you have any sort of personal feelings about it. Oh, my God. Oh, goodness. my God. <laughs> Okay, so one of the groups the judge has signed up with is um, the Swedish Copyright Association, where he is joined by um, Henrik Poten, Peter Danowski, and Monak- Monaki Wasted, all of whom represented the entertainment industry in the case against file-sharing site Pirate Bay. So, if you belong to the same group as the prosecutors... How did that not go through your head that you you should step back and yeah. not judge this case? He's also uh sits on the board of the Swedish Association for the Protection of Industrial Property, a group actively advocating for more stringent copyright laws. Oh, okay. What? Well then and side note the um article that I looked here has naked Swedish bread dancers go global. Why are we talking about the ads on various <laughs> websites, Andy? No, no, this is a story. I guess there are naked Swedish crispbread <clears throat> dancers who are four young men dancing naked with crispbread. With what? I guess it's a loaf of bread that looks kind of like a, a pizza pie. Anyway, you, okay, Done. <laughs> so Pirate Bay, we have no idea what's going to go on now, but, but there is, if, if okay, Worst comes to worse, Pirate Bay disappears, then what? Well, it, there are two scenarios. Okay. The first is called the Doomsday Scenario. All right. The Pirate Bay has such a large percentage of torrent traffic that shutting it down, everyone will then flood to the next largest site. Which is completely unprepared and ill-equipped to handle that flow of traffic. Who's number two? I don't even know. Would you say probably Mininova or... Someone along those lines. Yeah. Their site will crash. Okay. Under the load. Their servers will just stop. Which will then send everyone to the third largest site. Who is even less prepared to handle the load. Probably Torrent Hunt or ISO Hunt or something like that. Their site will crash. So Pirate Bay would basically start a domino effect that would end BitTorrent. Until people can get their servers back online. Yeah, but as soon as someone comes up and says, hey, I've got some servers, everyone floods to them, they crash. Unless you can get as many servers as the Pirate Bay head up, which is an incredible number from what I'm led to believe, you're screwed. Well, that's kind of sad. Is there a private sites might be okay? Things like so, Demonoid would work because you have to have a subscription. Well, well a membership. You have, you have to register. I mean, yeah. But it's invite only, so they can manage their size. The other scenario is called the Pirate Google, and the, if you refresh RA Podcasts page, I posted a link to the Pirate Google. The Pirate Google. The Pirate Google, which is a custom search built using Google's tools. It is not affiliated with Google. Oh. So basically if I search. Well let's see. I missed Hell's Kitchen last time, so we'll search for Hell's Kitchen. Forbidden. Your client does not have. Ooh! Snap, you got you got told. I got told. <laughs> That's odd. <laughs> you... I don't know why I don't have permission. <laughs> <laughs> you got told in different area codes. Anyways, you can search Google with the file type colon torrent. So it'll search for just torrent files. And it files. search for it'll search for torrent files. Cuz that's that's basically what I do if something's not on Pirate Bay. If you just search Google Mm -hmm. with whatever you're looking for followed by torrent, it will most likely bring up whatever is next. Right. (laughs) Oh, man. The establishment is so far behind. The establishment is behind the times because they're established in their ways. Uh, You know, but... mm. I'm making you think, aren't I? Uh, I don't know. Did you see this thing? It's not posted about the uh, voice recognition lip reading software. What? Why are you bringing up topics that aren't posted? Because something you had said reminded me about it, and it's it's techish and newsish, so it's worth mentioning. Well, are you gonna explain this? Well, it's it's exactly so- what it sounds like. It's software that hooks into a video feed. Okay, and records your lip movements and it can figure out what language you're speaking and it figures out what you were saying to a very high degree of accuracy. Wow. Uh, this was posted on Engadget and the entire article was kind of like a mini homage to 2001. Okay. Are you the gonna title... post a link yet at all yes. or no? Uh, it's, it's coming. I had to load it up myself. Lip reading software <sighs> But the, the title of the article is Lip Reading Software Can Identify Multiple Languages. Has Big Plans for Jupiter. Oh. Could be used by deaf, military, and police organizations, or by onboard ship computers that fear for the safety and integrity of their mission. Uh, <coughs> I have the plague. You always have the plague. I've had the plague for three months. One of these days, Dave, one of these days. Bang, zip to the moon. I was going to say, you're going to get better or die. <laughs> well, yes, I think those are kind of the two options. <laughs> All right, so, Andy, it is about three-quarters of the way through the month. Yes. So why are these just coming up now? Yeah. Aren't the numbers released in the early part of the month? It's mid-month, so normally okay. around the 15th or the 17th. Ah. Well, sorry, the 16th this month. Okay. So we have the numbers. Yes. Um and it doesn't look too happy. No. This is actually one of the first times that sales have actually gone down over the previous year. Granted, total sales is one point four three billion. Yeah, I wouldn't complain. <laughs> but it's still down seventeen percent from last year. Okay. So you can take the good with the bad. We was on top with six hundred thousand Hardware sold. Then the DS with five hundred sixty-three thousand. Then the three hundred sixty-three hundred thirty thousand. PS three, two hundred eighteen. PSP one hundred sixty-eight thousand. PS two one hundred twelve thousand. One hundred twelve thousand PS twos. Mhm. They're cheap. I know they're what ninety-nine bucks now. Yeah. Oh yeah, because the the price drop occurred on April first, which they're I thought cheap. was an April Fool's joke, but this is March numbers though. So yes. I, actually, I You know what? I expect to see that number up for this month's uh, numbers. I could see that. They're mm. cheap. They just got cheaper. Oh, okay. So maybe this is also why the um, price is down. March 2008 had Rainbow Six Vegas 2, Army of Two, and Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Yeah, that would probably do it. There weren't really any blockbusters this month. No. Plus, Easter fell in March last year. Why do people give presents for Easter. Why do they give presents for Christmas? Good point. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's think about this. Come on. Uh, uh, did, wouldn't the Christmas presents be like the gifts of the Magi? Oh, you mean the the original three Magi? Yeah. Not the like Not I th- cut my hair for your pocket watch. watch. You, you sold, sold your watch for my, my right? Yeah. For combs. Wait, Maybe. So- I don't understand cuz her care, her hair can grow back. Right. So it's it's not that bad. Well, no. but I mean like her hair was supposed to be really 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 long. Yeah. It does take time for hair to get that long. Well, it, at some point, at some point the combs will be worth something to them again. Yes. The uh, chain for the pocket watch not so much. No, not so much at all. Resident Evil 5 sold almost 938,000 units just on the 360. 585,000 for the PS3. So you're talking over a million units in the first month. I still remember when games took a while. Cause remember, they always had those platinum hits on the PS2 where they would mm-hmm. drop down to 20 bucks after they sold like a million or something like that? Resident Evil 5 hit that in the first month. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Andy, there are a lot of consoles out there, and there's a lot of people. Who evidently are willing to spend money on games for those consoles? <laughs> oh, exactly. Just like we play with remote 281,000. It's almost off the top 10 chart. Almost. It only needed to sell 80,000 less. Only 80,000 <laughs> less. 80, less. Yeah, I and think they're hitting a- market saturation at this point. <laughs> Everyone who has a Wii already has Wii Play <laughs> with the remote. Oh, my. Can you even buy it without the remote? I don't think so. I think it always comes with the remote, no matter what. Oh, my goodness gracious. So things looked down from last year, but last year was uh, a pretty big March. So it's we'll see how April goes in a month. And then we'll, we'll, we'll let you know. What came out in April last year, though? I don't know. Didn't something big come out in April? (laughs) Uh, Grand Theft Auto 4? Yeah. (laughs) So about that comparing year to year. Oh, yeah, that is true. You know what will also be down? will probably be this year's holiday sales. Actually, no. I have a feeling this year's holiday sales will be just as high. All right, so if you look at bgsales.dotwica.dotcom and they, if you just basically search for April two thousand eight game sales and look at the the first one on the list, mm-hmm. um, there's an image of April two thousand and eight where it says GTA. It's, it's a little basically like a slideshow where it shows the PS three amounts of GTA four and three sixty amounts of GTA four, and then it shows the number of Wii's sold. Mm-hmm. That's sad. It's not. Sad. It's it's kind of exciting because there's it's get, becoming more mainstream. But just another month. <laughs> just another month, and it can blow anything out of the water without even trying. Yeah, except there's like what they say, nine games that have made a profit on the Wii. And like we we talked about what, last week, where the Metacritic scores for a majority of the games were horrible. Right. Why is everyone buying one? <laughs> Why did we buy one? Why do you still have one? Wherever it may be. It's at a friend's house. He's using it. I figured it would do better at a place where someone was using it than just sitting here. That's why I sold mine. I'm letting someone borrow it so that I can get it back later. If, for God only knows, a good game comes out. (laughs) I was thinking about replaying uh, Metroid Prime, though. That was a good game. Another game series that I never touched. Metroid? hmm Or just the Primes? Well, no, Metroid. All of them. Why never not? played them. Never had them for the NES. Never got into them. Hmm. That's okay. Would you say you're addicted to the uh, Metroid series? Are you sure? Because you yes. could be 8.5% of the U.S. youths who are addicted to video games? Yes. Really? 8.5%? Do you think it should be higher? I'm not sure. I mean, it depends on what they're qualifying as an addiction. Well, they um, they compared it to, um, uh, basically, they compared it to gambling addiction and other sorts of vice addictions, basically. They use that sort of criteria. Com- yeah, you know, input. video games, I, I could see it with, like, along the lines of gambling or smoking. It It's not like a heroin addiction, though. All right. That gamers were deemed pathological if they reported six of eleven symptoms. Symptoms included spending increasing amounts of time and money. You well, could do that with gambling, smoking, drinking. Yeah, but you could do that with model railroad building. That could be an addiction. Uh, irritability, up? irritability, or restlessness when you're cut off. Okay. Drinking, smoking. Right. Um, so escaping. far, all they've described as a hobby. Uh, escaping problems through play, skipping chores or homework to spend more time. Mm-hmm. I have um, done lying all these, about it. the length <coughs> and the amount of usage. I have done all of these and stealing, stealing games or money to play more. Does when I was ten still count? Yes. Damn. No, I didn't steal the money for the game. So there. Oh, so I've only got five of the six. Of the ten. Twelve? How many of those do you have, Andy? I, I don't know. I would. It doesn't have the whole list of eleven, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. Well, but how many of those six do you have? Um... Did I used to have or do I have now? Well, if we're counting when I when I stole 10 bucks from my brother when I was like 10 years old. Okay, there were times when I would play lots of basically like Counter-Strike Source and then there was wow. Because once you're addicted, by definition of an addiction, you can never actually break it. You can just kind of subdue it. Um, I was never irritable or restless when I wasn't playing games. Why, do you think I was irritable? I think a little bit, yeah. I was irritable when I was playing you guys in Starcraft because it was basically pick on Andy time. It was not pick on Andy time. Carrier, 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 carrier has carrier. arrived. Yeah, but that nuclear. was nuclear, nuke, 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 <laughs> nuclear launch detected. We should play Starcraft again. <laughs> we should. I have the discs. I have to pick up Starcraft two when it comes out. Probably not. I still need to actually play through Brood War, because I have the disc. I've just never actually played the campaign. Yeah. It's a good story. I haven't touched it. I mean, it's a Blizzard game, so almost by definition, it has a good story. Um, Let's see. Uh, Escaping problems through play. Okay, I... Yes. Yes. Very much yes. Um, Skipping chores or homework to spend more time at the controller. Yes, I did that. Um, lying about length of playing time. Yes. Yes. Stealing games or money? No. Okay, so you got, like, four out of those six. Yeah. And I still think that irritability one counts. I do not think that counts. You got edgy. Because I didn't have... Like, when we were on the CCST, you got... I mean, part of that was just... Sleep deprivation, but you got edgy from no, not being able to I got edgy because I had to stay up <laughs> to drive other people's cars across the country because when, they no, were not you, smart enough. When you were deep into wow. When you were really deep into when you were doing raiding. Yes. If you didn't get to play it, you started getting a little annoyed. Okay. As I sit here with an accusatory finger, which really should just be reflected in a mirror. But (laughs) whenever you point a finger at somebody, there are three of them pointing back at you. What is this? (laughs) This is me pointing a finger at you with four of them going down the hall. (laughs) Just to prove you wrong. We should never record in the same room again. (laughs) I forgot how much fun this was. (laughs) This is what happens when you're often distant. You're just—it's—it's—you're able to make it more streamlined and such, but it's there's something about actually having a face-to-face communication. Yes. Like, we can even finish each other's sentences now. We couldn't do that before. <laughs> well, we probably could have done that on Skype, but then Skype delay would have crossed. Right. That, that's the point. It, yeah. it, it screws it up. Right, okay, so anyway, the study found that 88... Per- these are just... Okay. foregoing the whole addiction part. Okay. study found that 88% of the nationals, the na- nationals children, the nation's children ages 18... To or from 8 to 18 play video games. 88 is not a surprise. No, that's not a fact, surprise at all. That seems rather low. And with 45 million children of that age in the country so let's see 45 times 5.88 are you putting it in Google? No. 39.6. Okay, so there we go. About 40 million people 40 million kids from 8 to 18 play video games. Approximately. Yeah. I, I think that number's low, that 88%. Oh. What? The guy, I think, who, uh, let's see, so they, he was a study of Douglas Gentile of Iowa State University. Gentile, where does it say this, uh, who is also director of research at the nonprofit National Institute on Media and the Family. Oh. Perhaps. This is back. Perhaps a little bias was introduced into this study. Oh. It, it was hidden in one of the lower paragraphs in the middle. Hmm. Do do we do we recall discussing nymph? bias in studies, Andy? Oh, nymph. I I do believe I've I've always been suspect of studies like this. I point that out. Every time you bring one of them out, I'm like, well, but who did the research? Where is this coming from? What kind of study was it? Oh, nymph. And now you're telling me this is from the National Institute on Media and Family? Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't <laughs> read that part of you. I missed one paragraph in the article. And that throws the entire study into a skew. To yeah, close- into a significant question. Damn it! Next topic. <laughs> um, Time Warner. Well, we talked about how they were setting up their basically their and tiered caps. system. Yeah, yeah. decided um, they messed up. Time and, Warner was the one that had the ridiculously low caps. Yes. Okay. Where they said, "Oh, nobody's even going to hit the the sixty gigabyte one, or the even, but we'll, we'll we'll think about putting a hundred gigabyte one out there." Right. Um, now they decide to. Um, Basically, turn that back. So they backed down last week for the tiered service. Also, supposedly, now they're just cutting people off who are heavy users. Without warning? Yeah. Can they do that? I guess it's probably in their terms of contract. It's probably something that says there, we can change our services. We can cut you off at any time without prior notification. It's got to be in that contract there somewhere. Yeah, but at that point, I'd start... Looking at like legal action and say like this is an unfair clause in the contract they can't do this because they're the only provider in the area what's this this the article like the New York Times article there's actually pretty good articles in the New York Times so I'll be sad if the New York Times ever disappears but there's a there's a quote in here it says um, the the um uh, t- uh, where is it the what some of the guys pointed out that um basically the internet is like a buffet why would you get charged why would you charge the same person who just gets a salad and somebody who eats like 10 plates except um yeah. cable. Or, this is what the article says. Cable or telephone networks have little in common with a restaurant because there is no electronic equivalent of food to buy. If all Time Warner customers decided one day not to check their email or download a single movie, the company's cost would be no different than on a day where every customer was glued to the screen watching one YouTube video after another. I hate to do this. I have to disagree with that statement. What? Because the servers would be working. They'd be actively doing something. If no one checked their email, all the servers would sit there and idle. Okay. Right? Yes. If everyone's doing a YouTube video, one after the other, everyone, the servers are going to be under a heavy load. Yeah. Which will actually cost them more money. And basically, basi- they would cost in them more money in electricity. electricity. and heating and, coo- well, cooling, not heating and cooling, yeah. but electricity, cooling, and maintenance. Because they've been put in, well... But that, it does bring up a point, though, that it's... These things are... Right. The, the networks a, are it's built... It's not a good analogy. I no. mean, The networks... It, the, another thing which I actually knew about before the article pointed out, AT&T basically was said that their telephone network was built for Mother's Day. Because Mother's Day is the... Everyone mo- calls home. Everybody calls to mom on Mother's Day. So they basically said, okay, we're going to build our networks for Mother's Day. I'm guessing Time Warner is doing this, the same exact thing. We're going to build our network... For the maximum capacity so if if it's not being used, they still already have the network set up for a maximum right. capacity, but it's just sitting there, not right. doing anything and so well but again like that's that's a bad analogy the 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 difference there is there is a difference between a telephone network and a computer network okay when a telephone network is in use yes, a line is a line, and when that line is in use, it's gone yes. On a computer network, you can have multiple signals using the same line. I thought they all have to have individual IP addresses. They have individual IP addresses, but they can all... Andy, are you connected to my router? Yes. Am I connected to my router? Yes. Does that router have one line that's going into the wall? Yes. Are we both using that one line? Yes. From two different sources? Yes. Can we do two different things on that line? Yes. Yes. In your parents' house, when you pick up two phones, can you do two different things? No. My point. Okay. I, yeah. That, okay, I get you. <clears throat> there are differences between the networks. Now, whether or not that translates into whether the business model should be different, I don't really know. I'm not a business major. I know we have problems with the current model. Yes. And I know the solutions that they're proposing are not the most favorable for consumers. And in the long run the long run, probably are not the most favorable for the companies either. No. But they're being short-sighted and saying, this is the better in the short run. Well, it's probably because these are all publicly traded companies, so they're working for the shareholders, right. which is probably the same reason why we got in this whole economic downturn mess, is because of the short-term games of pleasing the stockholders, yada, yada, yada. Give someone a meal now or a feast later. More if you of them give will a man a meal. fish. No, it's not even that. It's, it's just that more people will take the meal now. Give a man a fish, teach a man a fish is, is the responsibility is on you, not the man. Okay. The metaphor is that you have the responsibility to actually take him and teach him how to fish. This would be saying, I go to a man and say, I can give you a fish now or I can teach you to fish. He'll take the fish. Most people Most will people take, would the- take the fish now. And of course, if you're living in the middle of a desert, that's actually probably the better deal. Yes, but if you're in for the long haul, then you want to learn how to I fish. I said, if I'm in the middle of a desert, where the hell am I getting the fish from? <laughs> salt baked fish? Ew. <Yeah. laughs> Lutefisk! Isn't there a dish where you literally pack a fish and some salt? Like, salt something? I, I think, think you I've bake seen it? it on Iron Chef, yeah. I'll have to check like my cookbook. They, Martha they Stewart slice it cookbook. open and just pack rock salt into it something like that i like that's just got to be so salty when you're done though how can you eat that i i have no idea how much time do we have left andy uh about 15 minutes or so okay just getting a feel okay lego rock band yes it's not a joke mtv has been just like expanding now i'm worried that they're gonna start doing what activision is doing and just go like everything is that really a bad thing It can be. Why? Because if you spread the same amount of resources over uh, an increasingly large number of projects, then the quality of all of them will kind of decrease a little bit. As opposed to if you spend more of your resources on a single project. The basis of Rock Band and Guitar Hero, basically, is set in stone. You have the five buttons you have the strum bar you mm-hmm. have the the runway or the scroll whatever it's called and you have music it's the setup is already there yeah all you have to do is just basically get the people to do the note charts to get the animations to get the the master tracks right so lego rock band is is with minifigs or it's you have lego are they called minifigs yeah Oh, okay. Because you have Lego people, you can... things. Yeah, you can customize your Lego character band, and you can also have, what was it, like groupies, and you can customize the roadies and a whole bunch of stuff, just like customizing Lego people. Okay. And supposedly there's also Lego battles where you're actually able to take on, like, giant dragons and such. Yeah, I don't know how that's How does work. this incorporate into Rock Band? <laughs> you it's- went over the basic formula, that doesn't really fit into it. It's, a, it's supposedly in the game. Okay. According to them. Um, but it should be nice, because this is going to be, be basically the family-friendly yeah, rock it band. it would be a nice break from Could, the norm. But uh, is it going to be like you can port the tracks between the games again? Or I don't know. They haven't released any of that information yet. But. Because I don't want to... Buy another rock Band disc and not be able to like i don't want to have to shift between discs if i 'm in the middle of the game and say, You know what I want to play this song, but it 's in this game. And I understand i'll probably have to do that with the Beatles, yes, I will almost certainly have to do that with the Beatles because Apple records are well, yeah bastards, to put it lightly they're they're not bastards, they know what they 've got, yes, yeah. <clears throat> They have literally, like, the holy grail of online music. I wonder if that's true. What other band is more sought after online than the Beatles? Well, I, I think it's partly because the Beatles just haven't put anything put it online. Out there. Yeah. You know, the, the whole, like, if you hold it back, they'll want it more. People People want it anyway. You yeah, but think? I think if, like, whoever holds Elvis's copyright stuff... Had been refusing for this long to put any sort of Elvis music online, hmm. or if Weird Al for some bizarre reason refused to put any of his music online, Weird Al has completely embraced online. Well, he kind of had to because all those other those all those other parody songs get to contributed to Weird <laughs> Al. To He's like, I didn't do that. What, <laughs> what are he he talking, talking about? about? <laughs> But, like, he's got his own YouTube channel. He puts his music videos up. He's, in fact, released music there before he's released it on the record. Oh, well, that's kind of neat. Weird Al. He's good musician. The only way Weird Al's going to stop making music is if everybody else stops, stops making, making music. music. <laughs> At which point he'll just turn to movies again. Yeah. So, supposedly, Google might buy Twitter. Really? Yes. What advantage would Google get from owning Twitter? Supposedly, um, uh, Twitter has really good real-time search. Search through the yes. thousands and thousands Built-ins of Twitters. built their API, yeah. Yeah. That's supposedly what Twitter's got is a really good real-time so search. So Google wants that technology? I guess so. And also, um, some think that also Google could... Uh, basically turn Twitter into a th- turn the, the Twitter search as an aggregator kind of like Google News sort of thing so you could see people nice people ta- get a whole bunch of people talking about some article the, you have all the Twitters linking to the yeah. article and then Google will go oh hey this is an important article that would be kind of cool. posted on Google News sort of thing so you could use yeah all the Twitters all the tweets whatever they are tweets sure I know you don't like the word I know I I don't But that that's what it is. I don't like using Google as a verb. But it is But it is. Yeah. And last night I in fact said just youtube it. Actually last night I think I said just wikipedia it. Wikipedia, it, youtube it, google it, google it. What would be really great with Twitter though is you could actually get Google's wonderful infrastructure Oh, so, you mean so that when there's a conference, Twitter doesn't die? No, no. Twitter doesn't die. Twitter just gets taken over by the fail whale. It, it dies. The service shuts down. Well, it's you can't not, access the pages. It, it's just the fail whale. The fail whale? That's what the giant blue whale is? Yes. Is well, it's a white whale. whale. Is it? Yes. Oh. I thought it was a blue whale. It's a white whale. It's, okay. It's a, yes, it's a white whale. It's the fail whale. It's the fail whale, yes. It would be nice to have a, a decent infrastructure on Twitter. <laughs> Oh, man. So, do you remember Bejeweled coming to World of Warcraft? Yes, and I thought that was the most ridiculous thing ever. the News log- clearly thought otherwise. <laughs> I'm going to log into WoW so I can play Bejeweled you know, while I'm not playing WoW. It's actually really nice on the flights. Well, yes, because the flights go and you, you on you can forever. Do competitive Bejeweled. Yes, but the flights are the one time in WoW where you actually can get up and go to the bathroom. Yes. Without fear of. Being destroyed. Yes. Well, you could also just hearth and sit in the city's inn. Well, yeah, but your hearth's on cooldown. You know they reduced the cooldown to half an hour? What? Yep. Oh. Hearthstone cooldown is now a half an hour. That is... They did take out, though, the gimp hearth. The gimp hearth? When you're in a raid or a party and you're in in an instance... Yeah. And your hearthstone's cooldown isn't finished. Used to be you could leave the group and it would boot you from the instance. Yes. It would reset your Hearthstone. Oh! It would well. It would reset it to to a one hour cooldown. Oh, okay. But it would hearth you even though your Hearthstone was uh, it was still cooling down. So they removed that. Oh! It no longer sends you back home. I've never used that ever. I did a couple times because my Hearthstone was always up because most of the instances took longer than a freaking hour to go through. Yeah. Well, I was a paladin, so mine would be like bubble hearth and then run to the instance. So, what's in WoW now? Peggle. Peggle? Peggle is now in WoW. That You know what's really sad? What? I've already installed it. And it's actually really well implemented. Peggle in WoW. Peggle in WoW. WoW. Exactly. It's... Really well implemented. Like I don't know how they rewrote Peggle in Lua script. Somebody because did. That's what they had to do. Yeah. And it's really well done. The only Peggle I've played is the one that came with Orange Box. Yes. Like Peggle Extreme or whatever. Yes. And it's it's the same. Well, that's crazy. Right down to the uh, bonuses for long shot and all the weird crap. That is so weird. They built talents into Peggle. <sighs> so as you complete levels, you gain talent points and you can spend those talent points to increase certain Peggle abilities. Yeah. So that like your your special abilities give you a chance to crit or something. Oh, you can also crit, which doubles your score from that peg. That is ridiculous. Isn't it? <laughs> oh my goodness, gracious. It's terrible. So, when you're on the flights, you can play Bejeweled. While you're waiting in the instances for the raid to start, you could be playing Peggle. What do you mean waiting for the raid to start? You can do Peggle while you're raiding. (laughs) Don't you remember some of the the old raid bosses, Andy? Yes. They took no effort on your part? and You were cycling through three buttons? Yeah. Well, four. Aim shot, multi-shot, arcane shot, feign death. Aim shot, I think, is an instant now. I know it's uh, steady shot. It's a new one. I think mm. I don't know. I have never really been in since steady shot came around. I just redid the talents again. Oh goody! Now I'm even farther behind. Yep. That's back in my day. I remember when B W L came out. I actually do remember when B W L came out. It was really cool. I remember when we downed Neff. Oh wait, you never did. Oh! I remember... Shoot, you did Nax too, didn't you? Couple. We never beat a boss in it, but we got there. <laughs> it's kind of funny. We downed all but uh, Cthune in AQ40. I wonder how many people are still out over by Nax and over by AQ and stuff. Nax isn't there anymore. No? No. Oh. Naxx was moved to uh, Northrend. Oh. And it's been reopened, but it's a twenty-five man. So what's out in Eastern Plaguelands? The Death Knight starting area. Oh, that's about it. <laughs> Stratholme. Oh, Stratholm. Yeah. Stratholm and the other one. No, no solo's in Western. Yeah, Stratholm is in Eastern though. God, I just remember. Uh, also, north of that is the Blood Elf starting yes. area. So where the log was between the. You couldn't actually cross over to the thing because they there didn't I want guess. level 20s jumping into a level 55 zone. Uh, you can go out the Ghostlands into the Eastern plaguelands. Oh. It's just a bad idea. <laughs> well, duh. I did it. <laughs> I ran out and, like, look around, like, woo! Run back. <laughs> did I. Was it a level 14 freeze that I ran from. Yeah, I think so. Where you just, like, sat him outside of Stratholm? Yeah. Yeah. Those I were, don't know why he did that. It was a bet, literally, that we could get a level 14 up there <laughs> without ghost running. Uh corpse hopping? Yeah. Or whatever it is? Uh, was it? What was? Uh, I don't remember what it's called anymore. Uh, corpse hopping is what I always called it. Oh, well, yeah, you go from graveyard to graveyard? Pretty much. Yeah. Like, you run, you die, you run and res. You run, you die, you run, res. Run, die, run, res. Yes, yeah, so that would get you as far as the... Um, this is supposed to be a city over here with Stratholm over well over here. It, uh Lights hope. Yes, it's like a weird game of uh, Pictionary. <laughs> not not trades. There we go. Wow. All right. So GameFly is uh, claiming that the U.S. Postal Service is stealing their games. Yes, and each you game know, is that about happened in uh, Chicago with Netflix, and for a while Netflix was considering stopping service to Chicago. Ouch. Old games looking good. Turns out that if you take pixels and make them really big on a big screen TV, the big screen TV will shitty. Yeah. So they, some people redesigned an emulator. So when's this emulator actually going to get into my TV? Well, it won't go into your TV. It'll go into your computer that you hook up to your TV. Yes, but I won't have my computer hooked up to my TV. I'll have my computer hooked up to a monitor. Which has the same problem as a TV. It does? Sometimes. Okay. Depends on the size of your monitor. Oh, okay. And turns out there are MMOs now on Steam. Cool. Which ones? Um, NCSofts. So what? Xsteel. Guild Wars, City of Heroes. What other NCSoft games are there? I just know of Guild Wars and City of Heroes. Uh, Is it Lineage? Maybe. One of NCSofts. What? NCSofts. Okay. Multiple MMOs. So, random topic. What is it? Roll the two. Tactics games. Tactics games. What are? I honestly don't know what tactics games are. You never played like Front Mission Four or any of the mecha games or uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. Fr- did you just say? Did you actually play a Final Fantasy sure, game? Sure. Let me. I'm. I'm trying to think of some. Uh. Uh. uh Oh god! Saga Frontier, I think, was one of them. Shining Star, Shining Force. Yeah. No. Nope. Warhammer. Never actually played Warhammer. You know what it is, though. Yes. Warhammer is, for all intents and purposes, a turn-based tactics game. Okay. So, uh, the idea is you have a force of units, all with abilities, and you are playing with an objective in mind. Either you know, capture this, save this, do that. And generally you're playing against either a computer or another person. Okay. On so. a hex or a square map. Okay. Would What's the difference between a strategy game and a tactics game? Well, here's the funny thing. Okay. Most games that are real time strategy yeah. actually are real time tactics. Oh. Tactics is the more specific elements. a strategy. Your strategy is your overall plan, right? Sure. The tactics are how you go about executing that plan. So my overall plan to conquer the world, right, would involve first conquering the U.S. Well, how do you go about conquering the U.S.? You can get the strategy down further and further. Eventually, it's, I need to capture the Pentagon, that's my strategy. Okay. The tactics are how do you position your troops? How do you move things around to capture the Pentagon? Oh, so it's kind of like um, Gettysburg. There was a game called Gettysburg where you actually would move. Your Did group- you play any of the Total Wars? Rome Total War, Medieval Total um, War. I have Rome Total War actually as the discs, but I don't actually have the um, I don't have the games lined up yet. Okay, because that's actually a cross between a strategy and a tactics game. Oh. You do strategy on the world map of, I need to take this city next. I need to build something here. I need to do this. And then when you actually have combat, it's a tactics game. Okay. But most real-time strategy games like StarCraft, WarCraft, um, Command & Conquer are actually tactics. What troops you use? Where do you use them? How do you position uh, how do you bring your troops in? Right. Sort of where thing. are you placing your fortifications? So, it's It's almost kind of like uh, Mech warriors sort of thing, right? Would that be be as a tactics? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a first-person tactics. Okay. Because you're only in control of yourself. Yes. Um, Do you remember Command & Conquer Renegade? No. Was a first-person shooter? Because that's like a first-person massive multiplayer tactics. I do not remember Okay. Counter-Strike, I think, would be also considered a tactics. Sort of. Depends on who you're playing again. Yeah. <laughs> tactics might be very bad, but it's tactics. Oh, man. I remember playing Counter-Strike on some server, and I planted the bomb. And they're like, what are you doing? Why are you planting the bomb? That's the, the goal. goal. <laughs> no, it isn't. What? I guess they were It was playing Counter-Strike, and they didn't actually want to do the actual goal. They just wanted to shoot people? Yeah. I know. I was like, what? Go play Doom. I, they probably don't know what Doom is. Go play Halo. They probably actually would know what Halo is. Yeah, you want to you want to go shoot people, just go play Halo. You want to do something with an objective, you play Counter-Strike. Yes. But there's also, it sucks though, because one of the objectives in Counter-Strike is kill everybody. And that's, I just think that everyone puts that as the first goal. Well, the objective is to plant the bomb, or disarm the bomb, and prevent the terrorists from planting it. I like when I was playing one of them with the hostages. Some guy would actually shoot all the hostages to injure them. So The counter-terrorist guy would shoot the hostages. I'd shoot him. It's just like... He's being a detriment to my team. I'd kill him. <laughs> but then if you kill him, you get penalized for it. That sucks. All right. Tactics games. Are, are we good? I, yeah, we're, we're definitely good. All right. I've never, honestly, well, okay, so StarCraft. You have played tactics games. You just didn't really think about it. No. You haven't played the tactics games that they were referencing, though. No. That kind of genre of turn-based tactics. I guess it's more like turn-based team tactics. There are some... Turn-based squad tactics? Yeah, that would work. There are some really good ones out there. And as much as you don't like the Final Fantasies... Final Fantasy Tactics has nothing to do with the rest of the Final Fantasies beyond job class. You're speaking Greek. I'm going to stop this. We're done.